Oh. Oh, shoot. Love you guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good Lord. Good morning, LKN. Justin Gazepis. Bill's on the sticks. I did it right today. I got it right. And I can't even take credit. Demi handed me the shake before I left. I got a little more pep in the step today. And it's not just because it's Wednesday. You know, you hit that stride on Wednesday. You know what I mean? Like, you got that rhythm going Monday. Okay. Okay. Tuesday. Okay, you, you felt the low a little bit on Tuesday. Maybe you felt a little low. But then it's Wednesday. Because the days keep coming. Regardless of what we decide in our day, the next day comes. Right? Like, that's one crazy thing about time. Like, if you, like, oh my gosh, tomorrow's going to happen. And there's nothing we can do about it. But we can just enjoy life. And we're glad you're here with us. 844-STUDIO-4. Uh, doing things right in the morning. Right? Like, like what's your routine? Like, like, if you're on your routine, what do you, without fail, every day, got to do this? Have to. Because if I don't, the rest of the day's done. 844-STUDIO-4. Most of the time for me, it's just like as long as I've got a cup in the hand when I'm walking out, pretty decent. Still haven't solved that whole uh, how do you carry things problem, though, Bill. Still got it. Uh, you know, wanted to start researching some different satchels, but didn't get to that last night. Didn't get to it. What was your night like, Bill? Oh, my night last night was uh, pretty, uh, pretty low key. Pretty low key. Kept it calm. Kept it very calm. Um, just had some tacos Tuesday, Taco Ooh. Tuesday, um, and it nourished me for a healthy night's sleep and ready to finish the week strong. Does Nat eat fish tacos? Yes. Okay. Is that what she got? Did she have fish tacos? Yes. Okay. Did you have fish tacos? Yes. Okay. And the fish settled in well? The fish settled in well. Did not leave an aroma around the apartment. So. Did you eat in the apartment or did you eat out? We ate. We made our food at home. You made fish tacos last yes. night? Oh, so these were homemade fish tacos. Homemade. Wow. What was the fish? Uh, tilapia. Ooh. But she had some, she does some very creative things to. Add some flair and make it look nice, some salsa. I have no doubt. Yeah. She got it done right. So did this just replace the fish smell, or, or did it help remove the previous fish smell? Um, I think it helped remove the previous smell. We also have some fresh basil that we picked Ooh. up at the farmer's market over the weekend, which I also think is helping out as well. Big fan of farmer's markets. Love them. Because you can just go there, and you find good deals, and you find local. Like, that's the cool thing about farmer's market. It's like you think about farm to table. Well, go to the farmer's market because this isn't just, you know, prepackaged shipped from around the world. Absolutely. I mean, you, you ever what, what's like the coolest thing you've bought at a farmer's market? Ra- most random, coolest, whatever. What's the most random thing you bought at a farmer's market? Um, you know, it probably falls into like uh, some delicious honey or um, we got a beautiful arrangement of flowers. So I went to the one, the farmer's market in Uptown. Um, it was very nice. Very nice. Pretty cool. Um, yeah, I mean, just seeing, just being around fresh, like you said, farm to table for the mental, also helping out local people. Um, 
yeah, that that's good. That's a good Saturday morning for me. There's those random vendors at farmers markets where they're like selling these trinkets that they like hand make at home, and you wonder like, like how much time did that take? Like, did you just throw that together, or has this been like a multi-year development process for you? Uh, I don't end up buying those random trinkets most of the time. Uh, my aunt in Ohio, they go to uh, they go to farmers markets and different venues. She makes these things called yester bears, so she finds old quilts and then sews them and cuts them into bears. So it's really cool. Okay, that's good. That is cool. But then you got like next to the booth, you know what I mean? You got the person who took basically like a birdhouse and a Swiss Army knife and then combined the two, and then they're just slanging them, you know. Right. And that that's that's common. So right. uh, very artsy. Yes. I think I would classify, you know, farmers markets as artsy, um, you know, hyper local. And that's the thing. So th- th- there's a let, let's dispel the, the, the myths and the rumors. Art just isn't, you know, fairies and shows. It's it's culture and it's uh, things in the community. Absolutely. Which you got to observe yesterday again with Know the Scene, uh, our local arts and cult- culture show hosted by Justin Dion, uh, the executive director of Kane Center for the Arts here in Cornelius. Uh, and that's the mug I'm rocking today. That's the mug that, that I got this. I went to a Kane Center event, got me a little mug. And so that's what Demi uh, put the old shake in this morning. Justin Dion is like a cup of coffee. It's better reheated? No, <laughs> no, but he gets me fired up, man. He had a great show yesterday with Steve, uh, Steve uh, Kaliski, the new... Uh, executive director of the Davidson Community Players. Yeah, so he's uh, he's uh, coming in after somebody who's been there a long time. Um, the the gentleman before him, I think it was there like over a decade, right, or something like that. Yes, uh, yeah, that's what they were saying. Um, but yeah, they got some shows coming out. Um, a comedy, I think this weekend, the Explorers Club. Wow. Um, so should be good. Always like a good show. You know, like back in the day when I used to actually still go to movie theaters, you know, summertime was that time when all the hits would come out. You don't go to movie theaters no more? I don't, man. I'm just like... Is it just the the, the age of the kids or do you think... You know, it's not... It partially. It's partially the age of the kids. Like, like it's even a struggle like at the house to get them to watch a full movie. Noah's at a good point. Sure. Like he'll, he'll, he'll lounge on the love sack and just like post up. Emmy though, like... Mm, especially if she's not like vibing with it, so like captivated, a, a four-year-old boy and a two-year-old girl, completely different expectations as far as sure. what to watch. You know, <laughs> like there's some crossover. Uh, Peppa Pig is a good crossover some days, but that's not even a movie, right? Like that's a show that's even broken down into like sub shows within the thirty minutes, so you sure. get like ten-minute increments, right? But like when Noah's wanting to watch, you know, Power Rangers. Like, Emmy's not feeling it right now. Ay, 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 ay. Yeah, she's not into it. Uh, she, like, did you ever watch on Disney the short called Bao, B-A-O? No. So the premise, like, like Bao, like, like from Japanese, like, dumplings. Okay. Like that's, that's, like, the term. Like, there's Bao Bao in Huntersville right there in um, uh, the North Cross Shopping Center by Target. There's this really good spot, uh, Bao, uh, Bao Bao. And so the premise is there's no speaking. In this short. It's about seven, eight minutes long. Well, I'm out. And this this mom who, there's a dumpling that she makes breakfast for her and her husband, and the dumpling turns into a baby. Like, literally, she pops it in the mouth, and she spits it out, and it's a baby. Like, it, it's, look, anyway. The, the baby, the dumpling baby then begins to grow in this short seven minutes that you've got with it. And by the end, 
you know, it's going through the evolution of a, of a person in, okay, now I'm a young kid, I'm a toddler, okay, now I'm a teenager, I want to hang out with some friends, mom's trying to be protective, hey, your dumpling face gets smashed when you hit that soccer ball, let me stuff some more pork in your mouth to get you big again, and then all of a sudden he's got a girlfriend, all of a sudden he's got a fiance, and then he's moving out with the girl, and the mom says, I'm sorry, I can't let you go, eats the baby, oh. just <laughs> slam dunks it in the mouth. Just, just, just straight yam session. Straight yam session. Uh, fade to black. Come back. She's crying on her bed. I'm like, well, yeah, you just ate your baby. Like, what do, you, what do you expect? Real son walks in the door. Looks like a dumpling in the silhouette shadow they put him in. Frame comes into focus. Really, just like a twenty-something-year-old son who's getting married. And so it. The symbolism of life and how things change over time. It's deep, but we it's on repeat with Emmy. Wow, you just took me there. No words, just music. Maybe it's better if we had no words. Bow. Maybe, maybe you feel like, okay, what's going on here? You're listening to Good Morning LKN, the most local content you can find. 844-STUDIO-4. On the other side, word of the day. Word of the day. And check us out, live stream, WSICnews.com. Love you, my kids. Something for everyone. WSIC. News. Talk. Now. Here's your WSIC community calendar. Christmas in July is coming to downtown Mooresville. The Mooresville Downtown Commission is hosting their annual July sales and sip and shop event in downtown Mooresville on July 21st. For more info, visit downtownmooresville.com. Blue Moon Productions and Center Stage Alliance present Tom Dooley, a Wilkes County legend, opening July 20th at Matt Gray Auditorium in Statesville. Enjoy classic story here in Statesville. For more information, visit centerstagealliance.org. Do you enjoy making pottery? Kane Center for the Arts in Cornelius has Ceramics Open Studio. Select Tuesdays and Saturdays, you can become the clay artist you were always meant to be. You must register in person. For the full schedule, visit kaneartz.org. That's C-A-I-N arts.org. Looking for something fun to do with your kiddo this summer? Brookdale Buds is hosting their weekly playtime in the plaza. Bring your preschool-aged children for playtime from 10.30 to 12 every Wednesday through October. Some of the activities include games, face painting, storytellers, magicians, arts and crafts, and more. There is no cost and no registration required. Bring a blanket and come join the fun. For more details, visit BurkdaleVillage.com. Do you like beach music, country music, blues, or rock and roll? You'll hear something you like during Statesville's Friday After Five Summer Concert Series. On Friday, August 4th, Statesville native Danny Carr and the Skeleton Crew will be playing a free concert. The concert will be held in downtown Statesville on West Broad Street in front of the Mitchell Community College from 6 to 8.30. Have an event you'd like to tell people about? Yard sales, estate sales, and everything in between? Visit WSICnews.com and click on events to submit your event today. I'm meteorologist Jim Minaldi with your WSIC forecast. For this morning, a partly cloudy sky, partly sunny today with an isolated shower and thunderstorm, the high 88. It'll be partly cloudy with a shower and thunderstorm in spots tonight, low 70. 
Thursday, mixed clouds and sun with a stray shower thunderstorm, high 90. Friday, sunshine, careful out in afternoon thunderstorm. I'm meteorologist Jim Rinaldi from WSIC's Weather Center. Hey, this is Daniel from NC Auto Repair. Summer is fast approaching, so stop by and see us and let us inspect that vehicle before you make the road trip. Call or stop by 980-223-2957 or 1015 Davie Avenue. Look forward to taking care of all of your automotive needs. Check out WSIC's new website at WSICnews.com. Good morning, LKN. Maybe we should run that one back. Like, do do you think like that I that I emphasize the bow story enough? You think you think that people got the? Did I do a good job explaining to you with this show that has zero words? I don't know. You should watch it though. It's pretty trippy. I, I think it went like pretty sensational, like as far as like viralness whenever it came out in that um, in the Young Kid game. So if you got that Disney app, check out Bow B A O. You just want to you know think think about life a little differently today. I like thinking about life a little differently when I can learn something. Let's do Word of the Day, Bill. Word of the Day. Today's Word of the Day is dauntless. Dauntless. It's an adjective. Dauntless. Dauntless. Yes. Dauntless. All right, so the word of the day is where Bill gives me a word, and I've got to guess the definition. Today's word of the day is brought to you by Purify IV. They've got a location in Cornelius at the end of Jaton. Purify IV, if you've got something going on, like some health stuff, you want to uh, get recharged, refreshed, uh, maybe there there is uh, some uh, you know athletic stuff going on and you're dehydrated, so our athletes out there, uh, I went there. I went to Purify IV. I got shot up. Yeah, it's legit. Like, you, you're going to get, you know, you, you get an IV, like, to recharge you. And I went by there. They got all these different types that they'll do, like, depending on your needs. Uh, you know, they got a nurse on staff. They check you out, the blood pressure, you know, they, the questionnaire. Uh, very comfortable setting, too. Like, I, I was like, look, I'm about to go in here and get shot up. Like, what's this going to be like? But they got, like, the massage chairs, too, while you're hanging out. Uh, very comfortable, super friendly staff. Um, some good people over there. So at the end of Jaton and Cornelius, um, at the front there, Purify IV. Uh, go check them out. You know, if you're if you're feeling a little sluggish, uh, see what they can do for you. Dauntless, brought to you by Purify IV. Dauntless. Would you like to hear it in a sentence? If I could, sir. The Dauntless Explorer ventured into the uncharted territory without hesitation dauntless adventurous because an adjective is is des- describing something right describing adjective. Something, yeah so yep. i'm describing this explorer who goes on adventures or correct so i'm going to say adventurous or uh um not scared or oh uh, dang Ding, ding, ding. Boom, boom, boom. Hit the button. Button, button, button. <laughs> dauntless. Someone or something described as d- dauntless is incapable of being intimidated or subdued. Or in other words, fearless. Ooh, fearless. I like that. 
I like that. So dauntless. Uh, as I sit behind this mic, I must be dauntless with my loquacious terminology and turns of phrases. Yes. Yes, that plays. There it is. Poetic. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. You know, loquacious is probably going to be one that sticks in forever. You know, it's just because that's what we do. It's become it's, a core word. Yeah, it's really in the top three, I'd say. Maybe dauntless can become one, too. We'll see how the day goes. That's it. So the word of the day brought to you by Purify IV. Uh, they also have a new weight loss program as well that they're rolling out. Um, I believe it's launched now. So Purify IV, they have a location in Cornelius at the end of Jatan. Uh, if you're an athlete, you're feeling dehydrated. Uh, they also have like, uh, I don't want to call it a cocktail, right? I don't, I don't think that that's necessarily the right <laughs> way to describe it. Uh, but like if you've been sick or you're trying to prevent sickness, uh, they've got all kinds of, 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 you know, the saline. They've got all the, the zinc. they got all the different things um, that, that maybe you've been looking at and talking with your doctor about. I want the dauntless IV. You want, to, <laughs> you want a fearless IV. That's yes. what you want. Yeah. No, yeah. So check them out. They're on Jeton. So word of the day. And, and so the culmination of the week, right? We're, we're, we're trucking through the week on word of the day. Uh, Bill, could you remind me the other two words by chance? Cause I, yes, uh, we have homily. Homily. Homily? Could you remind me of the definition of homily? <laughs> we'll follow up with homily. It's escaping me, but that's not the definition. No. To escape. Nope. Nope, not it. Nope. Homily. I believe it's like a... Uh, homily. Uh, a, a positive, almost like a saying. It, it, it can be, it's like a sermon. Right. right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's like a sermon. Something like that. And then uh, I'll get a more specific definition. Uh, and then we got died in the wool. Oh, yeah. Died in the wool. <laughs> the three, the four-part word. The four-part word of the day. Word of the day. And what was that one? Died in the wool? It's almost like, uh, you know, to the core, you know. Um, deep. Deep in my, my bones, my loins. Yeah. Yeah. And that was died in the wool? Died in the wool. Died in the wool. With hyphens. With hyphens. Yeah, you got to have the hyphens in there. Although you could remove the hyphens and make the word probably even more eloquent. With hyphens. Okay. <laughs> Just not allowed to do that. With hyphens. See, that's what happens to me. Like when, when now, now with this whole word of the day, I find myself just making up words. <laughs> and, and, and look, if you, it's all about swagger. And this is what I say. Like, like when, when Demi and I are getting ready and we're going to go out, how does this look? How does this look right here? I said, babe, you look great. You look phenomenal. Said, but are you sure? And I say, I say, look, you're the one wearing it, not me. What's your swagger like? Are you going to come out ready to go? If that, if that gets you to the point of what you're going for, then rock it. Then rock it. Then go for it. Look, when you, put, when, you, when you put your pants on in the morning and you're walking out that door, you know, as long as you're comfortable, get it. Because a lot of times it's, how, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Say it with your chest. You know? And so you got to think about that, like when you're getting out there. And so when I make up a random word, you know, I'll just be walking around. Hey, Googlehorn, you know, you just throw it out. See what somebody says. It's like when you take a random selfie with somebody. It really just ends in a positive light every time. 99% of the time, it works 60% of the time. I think somebody said that a long time ago. I don't know if it makes sense, but he said it in a way that I believed it. And that's what I try to do. I try to just look people right square in the eye 
Ufendon. That's an Ufendon. And just see what they say. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it really is. Try that at work today. You're cruising into the office right now. You're going to be sitting down with some people at some point. Just look them right in the eye and make up a word. Barnhagen. Yeah. No, I was down at the Barnhagen the other day. Like, the where? I need to go there. I've heard about it. Try it out. You never know. It may stick. The problem is going to become when kids start doing that in school. Like, they kind of already do, right? Because Emmy's working on, you know, learning how to talk. Noah can talk extremely well. Noah has no issues with words. And so when kids start making up, like, you expect that. But if, like, it just continues, like how do you correct that? Like, that's not a word. Yes, it is, Daddy. I get that every day. If he can do it, why can't I? You know, we, we, we should be more like children. There's a book that talks about that. And so that's what I want to do. I just want to make up random words. There was a one time, remember Bill in high school and kids were talking gibberish? You remember gibberish back in the day? Would a gut, would a good, you a goo, did a goo. You remember that? I do, but I cannot speak gibberish. It's it was re- like people were having these full on conversations with with gibberish, and it was like the gooda like you'd add in like the woulda gut like you would just like that's what you know you and like so every word and then like so once you caught on to what people were saying you're like yeah this isn't really a special language you're just adding more syllables into your words coming up tomorrow the gibberish word of the day oh going for the gibberish version of the word of the day oof I don't know that might get that might get scary. It's like you're speaking goblin or something like that. Yeah, that's a thing. You watch enough movies, right? You can get to that point. You can definitely get to that point. Going to have Representative Jason Sane in today. He is uh, still donning that cape and cow saving people. Uh, And so we're excited to have him. We're going to have him hopefully on the video stream. So WSICnews.com, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, you're going to be able to see Representative Jason Sane. Let's see what he looks like first thing in the morning. Like, do you think do you think Representative Sane's going to come in polished and like suit on under that fresh Reagan photo in Raleigh, like ready to go? Or do you think like he starts his morning, like he wakes up and like he needs like a solid 30 minutes to get ready? I don't know. I'm going to find out. I'm going to ask him. He's a cool. He's a cool guy. Uh, he he is our representative. I don't I don't like I almost I don't even like calling him guy. Like it just feels it feels disrespectful to me. But he like makes you feel so comfortable because he seems so genuine in what he's like talking about and what he's passionate about. Him and uh, city council member uh, Charlotte city councilman Tark Bukhari last week uh, on Representative Sane's show just kicking it around talking about esports right like they're just having a good time. But then, like, this guy goes to Raleigh, and, like, he, he's a go-getter. Representative Sane is getting things done uh, in Raleigh right now. And so we're, we're honored. We're, we're grateful that he uh, spends some time with us each week. His show airs every Wednesday from 11 to 12. He was in Raleigh last week. I don't know if he's in Raleigh this week. He may be home. I don't know. But he's ready to go with his content. He's ready to provide you with what's going on, let you know, keep you in the know. And he lets you ask questions. All of our local programs let you ask questions. We've got a lot of leaders. we got a lot of leaders that do shows here at WSIC. A lot of local leaders. 
So 844-STUDIO-4. Maybe you've got a question for Representative Sane. I'm going to try to keep him for 30 minutes, and we're going to get some exclusive digital content going with him, too. Uh, So he's going to be coming back on the other side of the break. Also, national holidays. We're gonna we're there's some big national holidays today. Uh, some more sketch than others, but we're working toward finding like you know build a buffer day. We're gonna get to that point. We're gonna get a nationally declared build the buffer day. Again, the word of the day was brought to you by Purify IV. Check them out in Cornelius. Good morning, LKN. We're gonna touch grass for just a minute, and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna hang out with you. Good morning, LKN. Justin Kazepas. Bill's on the sticks. And we've got him. Representative Jason Sane is present. He is joining us on video stream right now. So if you're at WSICnews.com, you're on Facebook, you're on LinkedIn, you're on Twitter, you're on YouTube, you can see him. Let's see what his morning getup looks like right now. Representative Sane, how we doing? Good morning. This is what you see when, uh, you know, you let me know about 15 minutes ago. Hey, you want to come on camera and uh, be on the radio and, and on Facebook and all the all the social mediums? Uh, here I am. But uh, good morning to you. This is this is this is why you're great. You see, because you you work for the people. And yet at that moment's notice, you're here to serve. And we appreciate hey, look, that. You know, coach looked at me as on the very end of the bench and he said, hey, it's your time to go in. So. Here I am, man. I'm ready to play. You look like you're ready to play. Now, Bill was just telling me, too. You know, Bill here, he's a big Orioles fan. And you're and you're rocking L.A. right now. Is that Sorry, on Bill. purpose or, or what? Uh, well, you know, just by coincidence. But, I, but you know, top of mind, I, last thing I saw last night was uh, the Dodgers beat the absolute you-know-what out of the Orioles. So sorry, Bill. Uh, but, uh, yeah, not, not, not your night last night. The Dodgers were hot. How long you been a Dodgers fan? So growing up, I, so I'm I'm at literally Rose's Dime Store with my dad, and you know, anytime you go to the store with your dad when you're a kid, it's like, hey, Dad, can I have a toy? He's like, okay, go pick you something out, son. And I saw these Dodger batten helmets that were just I like the blue and white and the LA on it. I was like, oh, Los Angeles, cool. So that is the the deep, you know, baseball history that brought me to become a Dodgers fan at such an early age. I'm also a Braves fan too, because you know, you grow up, you listen to Braves and, and you watch the Braves, but uh, uh, became a Dodgers fan. So I've got an East coast team, West coast team. I can watch baseball all night. And I do often. Do you think North Carolina ever gets a major league team? So that's a great question. And um, uh, I won't tell you everything I know, but I, I can say that um, I, there's, there, uh, here's what I can say. There's a group of people who would love to make that happen. And, 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 and who were more than just baseball fans, but they are baseball fans. Uh, it is, it has been discussed, um, not much past that, but it, it's at least been discussed and I, uh, who knows, but I, but I know that, I know that, uh, when MLB looks at expansion next time, or a team's looking to move media markets in Charlotte or Raleigh are very attractive. And we know that we know that because we see the hurricanes, we see the, we see the Hornets, we see. Uh, the Panthers, we see Charlotte Football Club, uh, our NASCAR history. Sports is a big part of North Carolina, and those who are in the sporting business know that. And so we are, and we're growing so fast, 
We're a very attractive market. If you look at our entire state, uh, whether it be Raleigh, whether it be Charlotte, whether, whether it be Greensboro, lots of interest in, in any team uh, wanting to do, uh, wanting to have their teams hosted here and, and to do business here. So uh, there's also a great regulatory environment. You might've heard about it. There's some people who have made that happen over the last 10 years. I don't know who that was, but nevertheless, uh, you know, businesses want to come to North Carolina and sports. I mean, that's, that's big business. And, and people uh, who are in that business do want to see uh, new things coming to our state. I think of most people in the state of North Carolina in particular are fiscally conservative. I think, you know, that we can have a conversation about a lot of different social issues, but at the end of the day, we, we are paying attention to our wallets. And the legislator at this point, I, I, I would applaud you guys. I think you've done a fantastic job um, bringing in jobs. I think that's the key to the whole game and wages and spending is what matter. How do you maintain a balance of watching all the different diverse economic opportunities that North Carolina has? Well, the one thing that is universal is money is green, uh, to your point, and, and it, doesn't, uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be a, a political philosophy, except for people do like to keep their money. Uh, and, and so do corporations and, and business when they, when they look at a state. And quite frankly, we, we've lowered our personal income tax rates. We've lowered the corporate income tax rates. But here's the basic philosophy. Capital flows to where it's treated best. And if we make our state the place where capital is treated best, that's why we get number one rankings like from CNBC. Uh, that, that is why our, people are looking at our state in a, in a very short time frame, uh, 10, 11, 12 years ago, when we were at the bottom of every metric. And we started to make changes. Uh, Tom Tillis uh, was Speaker of the House. Uh, Senator Berger was leader of the Senate. And they started to make changes. I joined a year later. Uh, then later became the finance chairman, which handles tax policy in the House. Uh, had my compadre in the Senate uh, who, who was working on that as well, Bob Ruscio, Senator Bob Ruscio at the time. Uh, and we worked to put together you know, a tax policy and a tax philosophy that said, we're going to treat capital better here than anywhere else. And lo and behold, when you do that, everything else falls into place. You know, there's a lot to do. There's a lot. It's not so easy. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. But, but it is why uh, I, I've been on a plane and, and traveled out to Arizona who they've done an incredible job uh, as far as uh, reforming their tax policies, mimicking what we're doing in North Carolina. I've been down to Louisiana. Uh, you know, they, they talk a little slower and a little different, but uh, they too uh, want to see their state turned around uh, and, and, and pass this old way of just tax and spend and saying, hey, you know what? If we treat capital better, we'll have more resources and we can put those resources back into our state. And so uh, I love the fact that we're a leader. I love the fact that just uh, last week or two weeks ago, whenever it was, that we got that number one ranking uh, a second year in a row when when multiple ranking uh, entities put us at the top. We're number two in, in, in American Legislative Exchange Council's uh, rankings of states, best best place to be. Uh, their rankings, uh, you know, we, we keep winning. And I, I love winning, but, but, but if we're going to continue to do that, then we always have to keep our eye on the ball and make sure that that those who are who are literally right over our shoulder looking at us, uh, saying, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna be more like North Carolina." That we have to stay on our A game. If I think back to high school, I took a class called Civics and Economics, which was a basic introductory course to government. Okay, help me understand here. You you are conference chair. You are are also what co chair of appropriations. I, I mean, what do you do all day? You must do five thousand things a day at the level at the game you play. 
where where are you at now in the legislature and kind of what what do you think is kind of the future for you as we come into a new cycle? Uh, the future, I don't know. Uh, here, here's what I can tell you. Uh, I'll continue to be uh, right, right in the mix of things, right, right in the thick of it, uh, because I love it. I do. You know, you don't, you don't take this job for the money. Uh, people realize that real quick if they, if they haven't looked up what, what legislators get paid. But, but, but the reality is, is when I came to the legislature, uh, one of the reasons that I was able to come is because I was unemployed. The economy stunk so bad. Uh, in our state, we had in my district alone, Lincoln County, just just right across the lake there in Lincoln County, we had 11% unemployment. Uh, one, I found it unacceptable. Two, uh, my wife wanted to get me out of the house. So when the appointment came, uh, I, I took the appointment and and very quickly became a leader in our caucus and the in the state house. Uh, quite frankly, in the in the, in, in the state, um, but I do it because I'm passionate about our state. Uh, getting to the those number one rankings that I want to make it the best place to live, uh, raise a family, work, play, all those things. But but I, I, like I say, I don't know what the future will hold. Uh, I'm I'm not going anywhere from the state house. I am the the conference leader. What that means is I'm responsible uh, for our strategy, one of recruitment for good candidates all across the state uh, to the state house, and then retaining our majorities and adding two. So that, that's that's first focused, and then. Uh, also, you, you, reason we focus on that because you can't be in, you can't make changes if you're not in charge. Uh, but but I'm also uh, co-chair, senior appropriations chairman, uh, means we spend a lot of hours uh, working on budgets. Right now we're at a budget impasse. Uh, so when when here's what's next is getting to a resolve with my Senate counterparts. Nothing new here. Uh, fiscal year started July one because of fiscal good fiscal policy. Uh, we, we put into place in 2016 a law that says we don't have to be like the federal government. And when we don't reach a budget deal, everything shuts down. You know, state workers don't get paid. Teachers aren't getting their paycheck, those type of things. That's the way the other party did it for a long, long time. We're not doing it that way. Uh, we said, hey, look, if, if we can't get to an agreement because politicians will argue, humans will argue. And I'll also argue, and you'll learn about this later today on my show. I'm going to have Representative Matthew Winslow on. Uh, You'll learn a lot about why it is healthy for our state to have the right debate and to make sure that we get our policies dialed in exactly right, because what it really means for everybody else, for people who are watching and listening, that we we continue to have that great environment. Real quick, uh, Representative Sane, we're going to jump to break on radio, but we're going to stick with you on digital. Check out the video stream, WSICnews.com. We're sticking with Representative Jason Sane, coming right back on the radio, fam. All right, Representative Sane, we are staying exclusively with you on our digital content right now, WSICnews.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn. They still see you and love you, Representative Sane, so we appreciate you sticking with us. So you're, awesome. you, let's, give, yeah. let's give something a little bit different. Let's find out a little bit about Representative Sane. What is, you, you're from Lincoln County. You're, you're, you're representing Lincoln County. A lot of change happening in Lincoln County right now these days and has been for years. What is the current vibe in the community? Is everyone excited for the things that are happening? Are people nervous? What's it like in Lincoln County right now? Well, you know, like any place, if, if you've been here, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're friendly and you're welcoming, but uh, we only want you to stay for, for a short time, right? We don't, we don't want all the growth. Uh, but the challenge is when, you're, when, you, when you are a place that, that uh, has such a great community, has great schools, uh, you know, low crime rates, uh, all the things that we have, people talk about it and they want to come and they want to, and they want to be a part of it. Uh, so I'd say that growth is a challenge, right? We want to, like anywhere else, 
uh, like on, on your side of the lake, uh, you, you've kind of seen the growth first. Uh, it's, it is quickly coming our way, um, it, whether you're in Denver uh, there on Lake Norman or in, in the city of Lincolnton. Out in the West End, it's a little slower in growth, but it's growing too. Uh, they, they like it that way. And, and, and quite frankly, I, I think we're, we're growing at a pace. We grew at exactly uh, the way the state grew the last decade. At thirteen percent, which is why my district didn't change when we went through redistricting. Uh, it was all of Lincoln County. Uh, it will remain all of Lincoln County uh, for the foreseeable future after the census, because we we meet that metric, that number uh, that 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 is dictated to us by our constitution as far as a, a house map. But uh, it, it does bring its challenges, um, you know, because we do have uh, great leadership, whether it's city council, county commission, our school board, uh, and I and I and I say this with all sincerity. We really do uh, work very well together across all boundaries here. Uh, it, it does present a challenge because we, we, we do want to keep it uh, the way it has been. Uh, doesn't mean we can't grow. Doesn't mean that we're focused on the past. We're focused on the future for sure. But, but I know that, you know, one of the reasons we love living here, my wife and I, uh, is that the fact that, you know, it still has a small town feel, even though we're growing. And I, you know, I have a real estate background. We're about to rejoin with our radio fam here in a minute. But I was doing a market report update uh, on Monday, and Lincoln County average sales price on market data, average list price, surpassed Iredell County now, which is absolutely wild. I don't think anybody would have guessed that, you know, five years ago that that would happen as quickly as it has happened. We're going to jump into that. Uh, Digital fam, we are jumping back into radio as well, so we're going to reset the room just real quick here in a moment. Uh, Representative Sane Show airs today at 11 every Wednesday. Good morning, LKN. Justin Kazepis, Bill's on the Sticks. And we've got Representative Jason Sane, who hosts his show here on WSIC, All Things Sane, every Wednesday from 11 to noon. You want the insight on what's going on? You want to know? Because Representative Sane doesn't just represent Lincoln County. You you are at a leadership level at the state, Representative. How how do you balance between that of, okay, I've got to look not just at Lincoln County, I've got to look at the state of North Carolina. How do you find that balance? Well, you know, what's good for, for one is good for all, quite frankly. Uh, with, you know, in Lincoln County, we're, we're a tier three county. What that means is our, our economic matrix, as measured by the state, are, are some of the best across our state. But I, but I, I do have to work with, uh, you know, folks who represent tier one and tier two counties, some of the, some of the poorest regions of the state. Um, but, you know, it, it's making sure that, you know, a rising tide uh, raises all boats is very important. I'll have with me today on the show, as a matter of fact, uh, Matthew Winslow. Um, so he he represents just outside of Raleigh uh, in the Wilson area, Nash County area. We'll talk about his district. He's one of my deputy conference leaders. He's in his second term. Uh, super smart guy, a home builder. You'll appreciate that. Uh, but in an area that's also starting to grow and starting to pick up. Um, we're, we're, we're light years ahead of them as far as the, the amount of growth we're getting, but because of their proximity to Raleigh and all the people coming in realizing what a great state it is to live in, uh, his area is growing. We also talked to Bobby Hannig, who's from the coast. Uh, Senator Hannig, he was in the House. It's hard for me not to call him Representative Hannig. Senator Hannig is going to be on as well. His, his take is going to be a little bit different. Bobby is a guy that uh, when I served with him in the House, and he continues the tradition today, uh, can outshine Representative Jeff McNeely, believe it or not. He, he's got... 
uh, shinier coats and and literally sequin jackets uh, that he'll wear on the House floor, Senate floor. And uh, but he just did something over the weekend that uh, got him noticed. Uh, he got a couple of tattoos. We're going to talk about that because I think it's interesting because I serve with great people. When you ask me how we do it, I, I get to serve with so many great people from across the state and getting to a compromise, getting to a place where we can all uh, benefit and, and work together for the betterment of our all of our districts, I think is, is probably the biggest challenge we have, uh, but it's also the most fun that we have because you get to understand what, what makes different areas of the state tick, what's most important to them, and and really how, how can we help each other? And that, that to me, uh, when, when, when you look at uh, how politics are re- reported in the press, uh, it, you wouldn't believe that. But, but the truth, the fact of the matter is, and even across party lines, I've talked about a lot on my show, uh, you know, 90% of the things that we do, we agree on. Now, there's some serious differences in that other 10%. Uh, and we'll fight like cats and dogs, but it's kind of like that, uh, uh, the, the old cartoon, the old uh, uh, Warner Brothers cartoon where, uh, the dog and the coyote come in and they punch the clock in the mornings and they get morning, Ralph, morning, Sam. And they go fight all day against each other. The coyote's trying to get the sheep, sheep dogs trying to keep him from doing it. Uh, and then at the end of the day, uh, when it's time to punch out, uh, good evening, Ralph, good evening, Sam. And they walk off, but that says, um, you know, it's great to be in the ring and fight. Uh, you don't, you don't have to make it personal and take it outside of that. So we, you know, we do a lot of that as far as the, the back and forth, but at the end of the day, I think we get to a great result. Uh, as as part of appropriations, right, that has to do with the budget in the state of North Carolina. And obviously all the local municipalities have their new budgets that came out as of July 1st on the fiscal year. What were some of the top things that were discussed as part of the budget for this fiscal year? Yeah, so one of the places that we're at right now in this impasse is trying to get the, those numbers exactly right. So uh, Senate always loves to uh, work on tax reform. I love tax reform. Uh, so, you know, I've worked on it with my Senate counterparts literally for the last decade. Uh, they want to accelerate our tax cuts that are already in place, something we've already agreed to. They want to they want to get us to reducing those taxes faster. Uh, the House, a little more, I think, pragmatic, wants to make sure that there's triggers in place that say we have to meet this level of revenue so that we don't starve our state, so that we, that we pay for the services that we need. And, and when we hit those triggers, and we believe we will, um, then, then those tax uh, reductions come faster. Uh, that's one sticking point. There's also a, a new thing out there that's called North Carolina Innovation, NC Innovation. Uh, that deals with economic growth. But what it deals with is our universities, our, our, our research institutions. And in this case, uh, UNC Charlotte, Western Carolina, East Carolina, and North Carolina A&T. Uh, we're going to take, if, if this goes through as, as planned, $1.4 billion that are in our current reserves. And we're a state that has more reserves than we actually need because we've we've done well fiscally managing the state and take that that those dollars uh, not not spend them but use them on an ongoing basis using the, the basically the profit and the, and the return that we get on uh, what they're going to do take research and flip that into actual manufacturing so take take it from start to finish you, you've got a, a great idea a great product and now let's put that into the manufacturing process and and recruit more jobs and more opportunity to our state. Uh, but it's a big it's a big bite. It's one point four billion dollars. My colleagues, uh, there's a mixed uh, feeling about uh, can we invest that kind of money? Uh, we want to make sure it's not a boondoggle. We want to make sure that's that there's plenty of clawbacks if we do this thing. Uh, I think our institutions are ready to do it. I think they've they've done some outstanding work. We've got a lot of 
uh, partners in the private sector, uh, literally right around Lake Norman. Uh, there's one right there in Mooresville, a uh, company called Corbin, who I, I hadn't heard about till uh, Senator Tillerson called me a couple of years ago saying, hey, uh, this, 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 is, this company's coming to North Carolina and they're going to be doing defense manufacturing and cybersecurity. I want you to find out more. Well, they're partnering with our university system now. They partner with NC State. They partner uh, with UNC Charlotte, uh, big partners with UNC Charlotte. Uh, there's some things in the budget where uh, we want to take the, those opportunities and, and flip those into something bigger and something better for our state, uh, really becoming a leader. Massachusetts, Texas, uh, Ohio are beating us in that regard. And I again, I always hate to lose, but, but again, um, you know, if we don't step up our game, then those states are, are certainly going to step up theirs. Uh, so that's that's still in contention. We've got a couple other things. Medicaid expansion is in in this budget. It's it has already passed, but the the, the how to get there is kind of uh, an, another complicated part of it. Which is also why we think the governor will sign the budget. It's been his his thing of, of his entire ter- term in office. Something he wanted. I voted against Medicaid expansion. Uh, I. I really don't like the idea of, of, of getting on the hook with a federal government that won't guarantee what, what it is they're going to do into the future. Uh, and, and if history is anything, uh, we'll end up footing you know, a bigger part of that bill. So that's my bigger worry. But, but nevertheless, uh, the, and there's some good parts of that too. I don't, I don't mean it's all negative. But, but nevertheless, that's in the budget. Uh, there's other things that are being talked about right now, and we're kind of waiting for them to be injected. And I ended up doing the, the press gaggle uh, last week, uh, when we were at when we were in session, uh, speaker had to, to to leave very quickly because he was traveling to a, a different meeting, and so I was the only senior appropriations chairman still in the house uh, that day, and so they the press quickly ran as 12, 12 reporters ran at me or ten or twelve something like that ran at me with microphones out and video cameras out and and asking me what what else we're talking about, and so uh, there's a proposal though we haven't seen the full proposal. Uh, of the possibility of ex- casino expansion in our state, um, doing some retail casinos, not tribal, uh, in, in other areas of the state, areas that are uh, economically distressed uh, and, and quite frankly have a, a good location. That you, uh, we've looked at studies, uh, haven't seen the language yet, so I don't know where they would go. Uh, but then there's a, that's, that's a possibility of three, but then they're talking about possibility of adding maybe two more in, in areas like Charlotte and, and Raleigh. So we'll, that's, that's, that's talk. Uh, nothing, nothing solid yet. Uh, but our, our neighbors already have it. Virginia literally sets up casinos right across the border so that North Carolinians will come spend money there. And then those people help pay for roads and schools and things there. So that's, that's one that's, that is hotly, uh, being talked about, hotly debated, but also VLTs, which are video lottery terminals. Uh, that is, that is those little pop-up, you know, two, three machines that you see in convenience stores, uh, you sometimes see these little parlors that pop up. Uh, one, I think, you know, filling in for Sheriff Campbell. I'm sure, uh, like all sheriffs, he would he would love to to have some clarity from the state about how those are going to be regulated and what it is that that the, that he and other sheriffs across the state uh, can do uh, as far as looking at these machines because they're out there in kind of what we call a, a gray market, which is just a nice way of saying an illegal market um, because there's just no clarity from the law. So it's I say it's illegal. It's not, it's not exactly legal. It's not exactly illegal. It's a gray market. So they too would like clarity. So uh, those are the things that are kind of keeping us uh, still at bay. All things are well, though. No, nothing, nothing's going to not be funded at the level it's currently at. It's just a lot of the new things that, that might be in this budget. 
uh, we'll take some time to get there until we get resolved. We got about a minute left, and so I'm going to hit you with a question that's going to be really, really easy for you to answer. Do you think North Carolina ever gets to a zero percent income tax level? Well, we yes, and uh, and we're quickly getting there. Uh, you know, it's uh, part of this package accelerates that. Uh, we're at 4.99 personal income tax right now, lowest in the southeast of those states that have uh, personal income tax. Uh, but as we as we ratchet forward, uh, these will accelerate that. You know, even lower. Uh, we, to do that, though, you have to you have to make up the money somewhere, and that would come from sales tax revenue. So that means that ta- you know goods and services that, are, that aren't currently taxed would need to be taxed, uh, which we think is more fair uh, because then everybody pays it. And if you don't want to pay the tax, don't buy the thing, whatever it is. Um, but you also have to, uh, you know, when you start getting into, sorry, lawyers, uh, if you start getting into legal services or to 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 some of the the other items in the economy that would have to be taxed to do that. Uh, that's a much longer debate. So we get there eventually, I think, but it's uh, it will take time and, and, and really, and it should take time. It should be a pragmatic approach of getting us there. All right, Representative Jason Sane, he hosts a show, All Things Sane, which airs every Wednesday from 11 to noon here on WSIC. You can check him out uh, listening and then the audio stream and then also video. And Representative Sane is big about letting you call in with questions because he wants to be there. He wants to keep you informed and he wants to answer your questions. You've got an opportunity directly to leadership. Representative Sane, we appreciate your time. We got to jump. Justin, thank you. Appreciate being on. All right, there you go. Representative Jason saying boondoggle, also the word. We got to throw that in the word of the day. I wrote that one down when he said it. That was good. Good morning, LK, and we're coming back. Top of the top of the hour news coming right now. Good morning, LKN. Justin Gazebis. Thanks again to Representative Jason Sane uh, for stopping in. Um, called him off the bench, and he and he came in swiftly and gave us a lot of knowledge. I mean that that was uh, that was quite a bit of information there. And so again, all things Sane airs every Wednesday from eleven to twelve, giving you direct access to Representative Sane to ask the questions. Uh, he represents Lincoln County. We've got a lot of representatives that do shows uh, here at WSIC. Wednesday, or excuse me, Monday through Friday at 11 o'clock, 11 to noon, we're calling it the power hour. And that's where we get uh, the elected officials in um, and town leaders in to discuss uh, a lot of things. We also do have several other shows that connect well in the local community. Bill Russell, the president of Lake Norman Chamber, does a show each week, also on Wednesdays. Wednesday's a big day. Wednesdays, uh, and so he airs from 4 to 5. Sheriff Campbell's crew, uh, Sheriff Darren Campbell of Iredell County, they also do a show on Wednesdays from 3 to 4 o'clock. And the phone lines are open whenever they're doing their shows. That's the thing is we encourage you to call in and ask questions. We encourage you to call in and engage with your leadership. That's how you find out what's really going on. Ask questions. We've talked about before, Bill, you you can't trust everything you see on the internet. Like right now, like especially like on certain platforms, right? This whole like parody account thing on Twitter, I keep getting suckered. I keep getting suckered. Like there was the lady yelling on the plane, and there was like a, a parody Merrick Garland account, and like so I'm thinking this lady's getting arrested for hate crimes. And then there's this one right now for Elon Musk parody account with the whole fighting between him and Mark Zuckerberg, like if a cage match is gonna happen, and he's just trolling, just trolling hard right now. And he got me this morning. He got me. I was like, oh, it's going down. It's going down. And nah, nah, it's a parody account. And I keep getting suckered. 
Oh, Justin. You'd think I'd learn, you know? With age comes wisdom. Isn't that, isn't that what the saying is? Supposedly. Allegedly. It's a homily. Well, today, uh, National Days. You know, we talk about these holidays. We're working on getting Bill the Buffer as an official national holiday. We're getting closer. But a few, a few out today. Uh, national Words with Friends Day. Like, so I'm assuming that's like directly like the app, right? Words with Friends, the app. You remember that one? Yes. Do you still yes. have that on your phone or not? Uh, I, it might still be on my phone, but I have not opened that thing in a long time. Maybe I will today, though. Maybe, because it is National Words with Friends Day. Shout out to all my friends. Best word you ever have played in uh, Words with Friends? Loquacious. <laughs> if that hits on the board, if you get those letters and you can play that off, that would be pretty sick. It's a triple word, triple points. That's right. Best best word you've ever had on Words with Friends. Most We'll go by most points, 844-STUDIO-4, whatever. Maybe or, a, or comment. What what's yeah, or comment on the Facebook. Comment on the social stream. We're we're watching. We're monitoring the chat. Uh, and so if you got questions, comments, concerns, um, you know, throw them out there. Throw them out there. Bill the Buffer is watching it. So we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. So National Words with Friends Day. You know that's a way to expand, right? That's a way to expand your own National Daiquiri Day, Bill. Now you were talking about mojitos last week. So daiquiris. You got a favorite flavor daiquiri? Uh, I don't think I have a favorite daiquiri. I don't think I've treated myself to a daiquiri in, in some some time. Quite some time. Yes, but, you know, anything with some coconut. You, little, do, you little, are about that coconut. little straw with an umbrella. Yeah. It's but, about the presentation, the experience you get with a daiquiri, I feel like, right? Because they don't bring it out in a normal glass. It's hot glass. enough for a daiquiri. And it's, but I like, like, a good slushy daiquiri. Mm. Isn't that really what – is that what makes a daiquiri a daiquiri? Like the slush? I don't know. I'm not a mixologist, but it sounds, that's what I equate a daiquiri to. It's got a little slush. Yeah, I'm, I, I would say that that's official. That's official right there. Top-notch uh, investigative journalism there. Probably like a, I like strawberry banana. Okay. Yeah, I like, I like okay. that combo. It's a Very strong fair. combo. Yeah. You know, if I think back to like banana splits, you know what I mean? That was strawberry and banana, right? Or was it pineapple and, stra- and banana splits? I'm not sure, Justin. It was National Ice Cream Day last week, and so uh, look, I thought you knew everything. I, I'm using you like you're basically, you know, Google and Surrey right now. Yeah, What's that's. Up? I told you to stop doing that. Yeah, my bad. Uh, National Hot Dog Day. Okay, hot dogs are a big conversation. Couple of things. One, you can't overcook them. You ever had a gas station hot dog? Uh, it's been a long time. Look, you 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 check them burners when you're in there and see how crisp up them things are. You get that night. You get you look. If you get them fresh ones, they're good, right? You get a good a good frank from inside the the gas station. Uh, but sometimes them things be overly crispy. Goblinized, goblinized hot dogs uh, can occur. You know, you you ask you ask that gas station attendant whenever you're there and you're you're thinking about getting a getting a dog. You better ask how long them things been burning. Because what it like coffee? I'll reheat in the microwave. You reheating a hot dog? That's from from a gas station hot dog. You ever do that, Bill? Uh, no, no, I have not. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't lived life yet. Yeah, you haven't lived life yet. You gotta you gotta just grab the bull by the horns and get you a fresh, three day old, crispified, still with a little bit of moisture hot dog from a gas station. And then you you just pop that sucker in the microwave. You know, microwaves don't actually remove moisture; they put moisture in. Thank you. <laughs> you didn't believe me on that one. I, I have never even thought about what happens. I just know not to 
don't watch the microwave while it's working. Yeah, don't get too close. My kids have a habit of like standing with their face, like forehead, leaned right up against the microwave. Yeah, no. But haven't they done studies that like, now nah, we're okay? You would think that, you know, we've, the technology has kind of pushed us sure. forward. Like plastic is really thick now. Like we should be fine. Yeah. Because that's really what microwaves are like made of, right? Like, isn't it like a plastic front door with a little bit of glass, a little plexi? Yeah. I mean, that, that deflects, you know, that, that's, that's basically sunscreen. <laughs> it can handle it. You know, we're not worried about the radiation from the microwave with my kids' foreheads against it each day. <laughs> International Retainer Day. So at first I thought, like, looking at this, I was like, oh, yeah. So for all you service uh, businesses out there, send out them invoices today. Send them out. Collect them retainers. Get it. Celebrate the holiday. But no. This is, this is more of a, uh, a, a dental situation. You rock a retainer, Bill? Um, I do not. I don't either. I have yeah. my retainer still. The first retainer, because I had braces in 7th grade to 8th grade. And I still have my retainer from back then. It hasn't been washed in a while, so but I think I may just venture out, just pop that sucker in today when I get home, give it a try, let's see if it fits. <laughs> it is International Retainer Day. I'm just going to take it from the box. still has my name written on it. It's like a little blue you know, container, and I'll just pop that sucker in. The plastic's faded a little bit on it, you know, because it's – and they – I don't know why, like, with plastic stuff, like, clear isn't, like, a good plastic color for long term. Clear is not, like, a good color – for plastic because just the color other colors around and elements just start you know bleeding into it and so i i don't know why but maybe when i get home today i'll just take that thing i'll give it a little rinse rinse let's see let's see if my teeth are still aligned i'm gonna have to talk to richard shannon about this let's see if we, he might want to do a video on this where i pop my retainer and let's see uh let's see how the teeth teeth have shifted because they say like if you don't wear your retainer that your mouth will, like, your teeth will start shifting again, I think. Like, I have a permanent on the bottom. I know some people that have, have had a retainer, and then they don't wear it, and their teeth have shifted. At least they say that. I mean, I haven't, like, noticed, like, wow, man, your teeth are shifting. But they say, they claim that, hey, thing, discomfort comes back. Something, something to really talk about. We need an orthodontist to talk about that. If you're an orthodontist, 844-STUDIO-4, let's dispel these myths and rumors. Let's figure this out. All right, on the other side of the break, we're going to have uh, Bill Russell, president of the Lake Norman Chamber, host of Town Talk, airs every Wednesday here on WSIC from 4 to 5 o'clock. And you can watch a video stream. You can engage. He's got some leaders. He gets some leaders through the building. He gets them, giving you direct access, the most local content, doing it more than anybody. 844-STUDIO-4, GML. Good morning, LKN. Justin Gazepas, Bill's on the sticks. We've got another bill. We've talked about this in the studio. We're working on resolving this Bill Bill thing because Bill Russell does a show. 
here at WSIC. And then there's Bill the Buffer on the sticks every day on all the shows here in, in Studio C. And so we're trying to work through this whole thing. Bill, did you did you co- did you come up with anything uh, that we could do to help resolve this whole Bill Bill scenario? Well, if you're talking to me, maybe we call we call Bill the Buffer. Yeah, Bill the Buffer, and then you could have Wild Bill, right? Or you could have Sweet William. Sweet William, Wild Bill, which one? You're Sweet William. <laughs> no, I think I'd rather be Wild Bill. <laughs> You'd rather be Wild Bill. Well, you are wild. You've been living in the wild. What I hear, I hear that you you're plowing fields these days. What's the crop and harvest like for you? Well, uh, do you and your, li- your wife like corn and tomatoes? Love corn. You know, em- my daughter Emmy, she houses just cobs of this stuff. She loves it. I'll be bringing some to the studio today. My cor- my watermelons and cantaloupes and, and tomatoes and corn are all coming in. I've got a farm, as we've discussed, in Rock Hill, South Carolina. I go down to on the weekends, and it's a bountiful harvest. So I'm I'm going to bring uh, uh, Bill Bill the Bill the board guy. <laughs> And uh, yourself some corn so, and some tomatoes, so you'll have some for supper. That's very kind of you. I appreciate that. And and so you host a show here uh, Wednesdays, 4 to 5, Town Talk. What you got on tap for today? We've got Andrew Grant, who is the town manager for Cornelius, and Wayne Heron, who is the deputy manager. He used to be the planning director, but now he's the deputy manager. And uh, we also have Sean Herndon, who is the now the – I was going to say incoming, but he's no longer incoming. He is now the president of our Rotary Club here in, in Cornelius. But a uh, lot's going on in Cornelius. Just a week ago, you're probably well aware they had a ransomware attack where a, a com- computer in the police department, yeah, was held for ransom and cyber attack threatening the town. And uh, that, was a, that was a pretty big scare. And, uh, and then recently, just two nights ago, we – had the town board uh, discussing the whole Cornelius Business Park issue. That application has, has been pulled uh, for the time being, which is a really huge disappointment uh, for the Chamber of Commerce and for potential businesses that were looking for flex space. So maybe that project will come back, maybe not, but uh, that's a, a huge loss uh, in an economic development way. Help me out, because the, the sentiment in the past has been, we don't want any more multifamily development projects. We want commercial. So then commercial comes forward, and then now why is there such a fight on commercial if that's what, if that's what leadership in the past has said? Well, we'd rather see more commercial. Now commercial's coming, and, and so what? Like, we can't have either, or, or what's, what's, what's going on? You know, you're, you hit it on the head, and, and this actually fits the land development code that the town board and the planning department and the, uh, the citizens in the community put together. They, they said, here's our, here's our roadmap. Here's the blueprint for growth in our community. And this project absolutely fits it to a T. And then you have a neighborhood and some folks that say, no, we don't want that. And, Justin, you and I have discussed this before. You've got people who have moved here from New Jersey and, and Ohio and West Virginia, and now that they've moved here, they don't want anybody else moving here. And yet the people who are longtime residents of Cornelius, uh, the, the people that own the land, uh, are being told what they can and cannot do with it. So it's a, it, it's a, sad, it's a sad state. As a real estate attorney, I'm big on property rights of the owner. I believe that if it's your property, you should be allowed to do within reason pretty much whatever you want. 
And so even when you have a project being submitted that fits the long-term vision of a town, and then there's people who have the mantra of get in the castle and close the door, it doesn't sit right with me. It just doesn't because, look, our country is founded on the principle of property rights. That's really what, what sparked right, with England, with them controlling what we do, taxing us, all those kind of components. So why are we losing sight of that? What do you think it is that's making people not want to allow others who are landowners do what they want and really can do with their land? Justin, you're, you're absolutely right. And, and again, is, is there any doubt in your mind, is there any doubt in anybody listening's mind that that land's going to be developed? And it's, and it's likely, if it's not developed for commercial purposes, it's going to be developed for residential homes. And the residential homes creates far more traffic than a commercial use. And, and anyone who says, well, that project doesn't concern me, if you live in Cornelius, yes, it does. Because you have to have a good base between, between commercial and residential. Otherwise, your property taxes are going to go through the roof. I mean, hence... Hence Davidson. Davidson has a much higher property tax because they don't have enough commercial to be able to balance that scale. And so if, if you want higher taxes because you're going to be paying on your property, then by gosh, just build more homes. And it has to do with the cost of servicing properties, right? And that's what I've heard leadership talk about multiple times is it costs significantly more for all of the town services to service residential properties as compared to commercial. And so that's the mathematical facts of that scenario. Well, and look at CMS. This impact doesn't impact schools at all. It does not impact schools. Yet if we build homes, you're going to have an impact on CMS. And we don't have enough classroom space now to be able to support our community. And that's one thing. I was, I was in an event last night, and I was speaking to the mayor because I had a question asked, you know, how are we doing in terms of infrastructure? We are woefully behind on the education front. We have got to build more schools in North Mecklenburg, and that's not slated to happen currently with uh, CMS. Education is important for everybody, and part of the scenario is people are saying things on social media that are outlandish, that are not factually based, and are really geared toward gaslighting, right? The concept of, I'm going to say something that's so emotional, it's going to get people to react in a way that isn't reasonable. How do we help educate more people on the process, on the systems, on long-term outlook, on what really are the impacts of these decisions we're making now as it relates to the future? You know, you, you have so many, and you hit that on the head too. You've got so many social media sites out there that, are, that breed this, 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 this contempt for, for growth, but uh, that, that are just filled with these, these keyboard cowboys who get on there, and they say things that they would never, ever say to your face, but they say it through virtual land and again that social media can play a very positive role in the community but it also can play a very detrimental role in the community and we see it happening every day out there in social media and on twitter i mean i, I get on twitter and i see stories and i see the most vile things said about other people on twitter and it's a, it's a shame do you think that at this point social media is influencing decisions as it relates to these hearings related to properties and potentially elections? 
You know, I, I, <laughs> I talked to one elected official after the other that says, no, I don't allow social media to play into my decision making. I have, I have elected officials who tell me I don't, I don't have these people who show up at town board meetings, the 20 or 30 that may be out there representing HOA. I don't necessarily allow that to impact my decision making. Yes, it does. And it, and it has been for the 30 years I've been here, Justin. I have watched town boards meetings that I've gone to where you had maybe four commissioners leaning towards something and be swayed by the 15 or 20 that show up. In a community of, say, 70,000 people, are you, al- are you allowing 50 to 100 people to determine the destiny of a community of 70,000 people? And that's what we see going on in Huntersville. That's what we see going on in Cornelius. And it's so, crazy. I, yes. I, 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 they can sit there. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, they could say all day long that this is, this is not an impact. And we're in the election season. So, I mean, they're, they're looking at, you know, am I going to tip the scales uh, on behalf of my competitor and, and during election season? And we would hope that wouldn't happen, but realistically, I think it does. One of the conversations happening at the national level, state level, local level, and it's been going on a long time, term limits. What if we just threw term limits at every single elected official? Even like you can come back, but like if you even had to skip a cycle, right? Like if you ran in one and you got elected, you can't run in the next. Do you think that would help solve the issue at all? You know, I think so. And I know we have people who say, well, the term limit is the, is the ballot box. But look at the power of the incumbency. You get elected. Uh, you've, got, you've got people who have been senators. That's, that's their whole career. I mean, Joe Biden, before he became president, I mean, that, that was his whole career was, was spent serving in the Senate. Um, so, yeah, you've got career politicians. I think that would serve well. I mean, look at our, look at our nonprofit boards. You know, you can't serve more than two terms on, on the Chamber of Commerce or Ada Jenkins or even United Way. But uh, the people leading our community can serve for perpetuity until the voters decide it's time for them to go. And again, the power of the incumbency, because you recognize the name, um, you recognize the face, and so uh, sometimes, but you don't recognize the policy. You don't know what they've necessarily done. We've got a minute before break. What's going on with the chamber these days? You you are ripping and running, sir. You live, eat, breathe, and die chamber, small businesses, <laughs> local community, nonprofits. What's going on at the chamber? We had an outstanding health care summit just a week ago. You were able to attend it where we had officials from Atrium and Novant and uh, County come out and talk about health care issues. That was, uh, we had over 100 people there. It was, it was a fantastic luncheon. And we've got on tap in September, we're going to be doing our diversity luncheon, recognizing companies and small businesses, uh, nonprofits that are exercising DEI and making it a more inclusive uh, community for us all. All right, Bill Russell, he is host of Town Talk, airs every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. You can listen here on WSIC. You can watch Bill and uh, Wild Bill. You can watch Wild Bill and all of his cohorts that he brings through here uh, on WSICnews.com, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on YouTube, on Twitter. Look, if people are going to be outlandish on social, we'll do it back. We're just going to come right back at him with facts. That's just what I figure is the best thing to do here. You're listening to Good Morning LKN 844 Studio 4. Some drama going down in Miami we're going to talk about here shortly. Uh, you're going to want to hear this because this is just crazy. Coming right back. Good morning, OKM. 
Justin Gazepis, Bill's on the sticks. Bill the buffer. Wild Bill was just on the phone. Or Sweet Bill. He was just on the phone. Just got done harvesting his crops. And uh, he is uh, making his way to the lake. He's got his show, uh, Town Talk. Bill Russell, president of Lake Norman Chamber. Town Talk airs every Wednesday from 4 to 5. Going to be a good day. He's got uh, some Cornelius leadership coming in today. Uh, and, you know, if you've got questions, 844-STUDIO-4. Our phone lines are open now, too, 844-STUDIO-4. I, I told you I I I've done bad the past couple of days with remembering the shake that, that Demi makes me. Right? We're, we're trying to be healthy, trying to make smart decisions. And thankfully, she woke up this morning to hand me the shake before I left the house. Thanks, babe. I love you. And I feel healthy with it. I got my official Kane Center for the Arts cup here. I'm drinking this. It's got, it's got a little chocolate in it. I think spinach, too. You know, you, you mix, mix a little chocolate and spinach. That's a pretty good combo. But staying healthy is important. But there's this group out, out of Miami that's taking it, I, don't, I can't even say far. Loquacious isn't even, it, it's loquacious. It's beyond. Bill, there, is there really a group trying to claim that like these bleach products cure HIV? Is that what's going on? Uh, yes. Apparently there is a Florida family... Um, that has kind of been running a quasi or fake church um, and selling uh, selling people miracle cure. I say that in quotations. Um, when in reality, These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. <laughs> when in reality, they've just been serving and selling bleach. They raised over a million dollars. A million dollars worth of bleach. Yes. Then I guess the uh, charges were filed in 2020. Uh, they fled to Colombia, where they were arrested and extradited back to the States. Um, and now they are finally going to trial about it. Okay, so so this this basement church group of, of people claim that uh, bleach, other cleaning products, cures and heals and does a lot of stuff. That That's, that's, that's okay. All right, all right. The, not going to work. Not going to work. You don't drink bleach. I think that's a rule everybody knows. Have you ever drank bleach before, Bill? Uh, nope, not yet. I can't even smell bleach without getting nauseous. Like, yeah. I have never done well hospitals, uh, senior living facilities, just that ammonia deep bleach smell. I have almost passed out on multiple occasions. And so the thought of drinking bleach and that they would tout this cures things and a million dollars worth like it's not like just hey a couple people did this a million dollars worth of bleach that's got to be a significant amount of people that have fallen for this yes uh but apparently the genesis 2 church of health and healing will not stop they're they're not they're going in they're going yes, in they claim the uh doj and the fda have no authority over our church. Does it say which attorney, like which law firm is representing them in the, in the case? Do they have? Um, I, I can't see in the article. No, it does not mention. Okay. Cause I, I, who's the attorney that would take that on? Like what, how do you prove that case? All right. Juror, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, underneath your seat, you will find a bottle of miracle cure. Drink it. We will prove to you that their statements are true. 
what do you think the outcome is if they go that route? I mean, this, these guys. Too far? Too far. Too far. Like, I'm all about natural. natural, And, and there's nothing natural. Bleach have anything natural in it? Isn't it just, like, man-made products just, like, pumped all together that just strip paint off of jet jetliners? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's pretty much what bleach is. Like, you yeah. need something clean. You, you, like, you know how most cleaning products, they say it kills 99.9% of germs? I'm pretty sure bleach says, like, kills 100%. It's like the only product that like 100% kills the germs. Yeah, wild story. Wild story. But here's the other part that I just I'm really confused about. Like why choose Colombia to run away to? I I don't know about Colombia. Like I feel like if I'm going to flee the country, I need to go somewhere not like super deep where like you're you're in the middle of a jungle. Like you, you need a little bit of amenities. You know what I mean? Like you need a little bit of space to run around in. So if I'm fleeing the country, I'm probably not choosing Colombia. If you were fleeing, Bill, if you're fleeing the country, where are you running off to? You going to Colombia? Frank's on the line. But Bill, where are you where Frank, where are you running off to? DOJ comes after you. You have to flee the country. Are you going to Columbia, Frank? Where are you going? No, probably not. I'm probably going to go somewhere that's a little more, uh, I don't know, comfortable. Like, uh, what is this, Cuba? Is Cuba still a thing? Can we still get into Cuba? <laughs> we might be. I think you can get into Cuba. It's just like you can't leave, right? Isn't that the rule right now? You right. can go there. It's well, just like I mean, you're, you're pitching camp. If that's the case, then, I mean, so be it. It's actually called fleeing the country. Not that. I think, you know, I ever will. I have family and my loved ones here, but, you know, that's, uh, I'd want to pick somewhere that's a little more tropical and not so much, uh, cartelly. Well, Frank, you know, selling bleach to people, uh, claiming it's the miracle cure is one thing, but why aren't we arresting all of these franchisees that own gas stations selling 10 day old hot dogs? That's the real thing I think we're wondering about. I, I know, right? Right. So, so, uh, you know, that whole evolution of, you know, hot dog, and then six hours later, it's not no longer a hot dog. It's, you know, a crispy dog or something. And then, you know, another six hours, it's been sitting on those steamers. It moves on to something else, like, uh, was it a wizard finger? <laughs> and it just gets, you know, it gets on, you know, more and more, uh, you know, interesting from there. But, you know, the thing about the bleach that, that's just that, you know, it's, it's, it's driving me crazy is, uh, you know, maybe these people who are drinking all this bleach, uh, you know, let them do it. If uh, if they want to remove themselves from the gene pool, maybe that's doing everybody else a favor. You know, life's all about choices, Frank. Life's all about choices. I know, right? And if you want to drink bleach today, drink bleach. Don't do that. Yeah, no, I, don't, do I, I can't even say that. <laughs> that feels so wrong to say, like, hey, just drink it. No, don't drink it. Don't do it. There is more to life. Don't do this. It's reminiscent of the, uh, what was it, the Tide Pod craze, right? Uh, a couple of years back when you know, all, all these kids and whatnot were doing that, what was it, TikTok challenge, eating Tide Pods and mess? I mean, come on. It's, you know, don't, don't put things in your body that aren't supposed to be there, especially you know, corrosive chemicals and such. I mean, that's, that's a little rough. That sounds like something Bill the Buffer would promote. There's individual liberty, right? Bill the Buffer sounds like he would promote something like that. Like, hey, let's do the Tide Pod challenge. I bet Bill the Buffer was really into that whenever it came out. <laughs> if I had to guess. Right, right. 
Now anyway, the co- I appreciate it. Thank you, Justin. Thanks, Frank. Have a good day. All right, there you go. Frank, yep, you Frank checking in with us. Uh, you know, says, hey, let people live their life about individual liberties and freedoms. The balance is, is like people promoting this stuff. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know. I, it just felt wrong. It felt wrong even to say like as a joke. And then you get, and then you get people, I tried it. I tried it. Well, you're still here at least, thankfully. So I'll say that. I'll definitely say that. Oh, well, we're rolling toward nine o'clock. And you know who's up next? Pat Shannon, the number one voice in the community, Pat Shannon, who hosts the home ad show Monday through Friday. And what he's doing is, is nothing short of a miracle. You need some miracle healing, you listen to Pat Shannon. Because the sounds that he puts into the microphone that come out of your speakers, my gosh, that's healing. And so if you're looking to buy something, you're looking to sell something, you got to trade, you found something, maybe you found a uh, you know, neighbor's kitty cat. You could also just walk over and tell them. But, hey, if you want to tell people on Home Ad you found it, you can do that too. You can email in your stuff, homead at wsicnews.com. You can also write Pat a letter. He reads letters. You know, that's a dying art, writing letters to people. That's what, that's what we need to do more of. Demi does that with her classroom at the end of the school year. She gives all her kids you know, the ability to write her a letter. That's what we need to get back to. That's fun. That's fun. Good morning, LKN. 844-STUDIO-4. Maybe you want to talk about bleach. Maybe you got some th- feelings about it. I don't know. I'm not, I'm, not set, I'm not settled on this matter yet. I'm not. We're coming right back. Good morning, LKN. Plane's coming in for landing. Take it smooth into the parking lot. You know, you're getting into work right now. You're sitting in your car, taking a few more sips before you walk in that door because 9 o'clock is quickly approaching. But this is what you do. You go to WSICnews.com. You pop in that earbud, and then you're going you're gonna to ride on through the day, and it's going to start with Pat Shannon. Pat Shannon's coming up at 9 o'clock. The home ad show. One of the best. One of the best shows I've ever heard. And then later on today, like we talked about, Representative Jason saying at 11 o'clock, 3 o'clock, Sheriff Darren Campbell. And they were looking at the Caldwell County, the, the escaped convict. I'm sure he's going to debrief everybody on that. That is That was wild. Call, callers were calling into Pat's show. There's helicopters. There's helicopters. And right there, most local in the community brought, brought it to you. Gave you the information. That's the top-notch journalism going on here. And then 4 o'clock, Town Talk with Bill Russell. 5 o'clock, Brian Summers, daily, Monday through Friday, 5 to 6. One of the biggest local influencers there are, Brian Summers. You want to know what's going on in the community? Brian Summers. And then Joe Berg follows it up every day with sports. Because you got to get your daily dose of sports. Bill, what's your top sport right now, right now? Um, I'm currently kind of locked into baseball. Um, love watching some ball, escaping reality. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, big baseball for me. Unfortunately, like Representative Sane mentioned earlier, last night was a off night for my Orioles. Yeah, the Dodgers beat them. But a lot of games. We're going to shake it off, come out today. I think we got an early game. So 
Baseball's got a lot of games in the season. How many games do they play? I think it's like 162, 164. Is it because, like, it's not really an athletic sport? Oh, no. Okay. All right. Is that why, is that why they can play things. so many games? <laughs> that is not why. That is not why. Why, why then do they because play so? Because it's fun. Oh, because they're having a blast. They're yes. having a good time out there. Yes. What's like, what's like the long – do you know, like, how, what's the longest game, like, amount of time – like a game has taken, like is it like twelve hours for a baseball game? Like, what's the longest game ever? Uh, I'm not sure what the longest game is, but I will say with the pitch clock and everything, um, you know, pitchers have, you know, there's kind of a shot clock in between pitches and in between batters, so it has sped the game up, and I think players have gotten used to it now. So it's it's a easy, uh, easy to digest, easy to watch product now. So. FIFA Women's Cup going on right now, right? Isn't that starting? Uh, is it? Yes, I, I think it starts tomorrow Okay. officially, but I, I don't think USA plays until... Friday. Yeah, is it Friday, Friday, Friday or Saturday? It's yeah. USA versus Vietnam. They're calling it Vietnam 2.0. You know what to do, ladies. This is it. I mean, bring it back. You know what I mean? Yeah, let's go. Let's represent the country the right way. Love it. You know? Get started right. Love it. And that's how it goes. And I'll be at the beach. You will be at the beach. So you're not going to be here next week. I will be out Monday through Wednesday. Wow. You will be out Monday through Wednesday so next week. So tune in for what is probably going to be a, a great, great show. Because <laughs> so, it's just going to be on autopilot. Like, I'm just going to turn the mic on and then sit down and just two hours straight of just talking. And let's just see what happens. Three days next week. I will be listening. Yeah, I, I would imagine so to, to hear the train wreck that will occur watch with me it. behind it. Oh, well, hey, because you can watch all of our local content. WSICnews.com on the social media channels. You can watch it. Uh, the WSIC community counter. Got a few more submissions going on there. So if you've got an event in the community long term, maybe reoccurring, you can come and drop them in WSICnews.com. Uh, click on events at the top and you can uh, check out the community counter. Also, I had some people call saying, hey, I'm trying to find a good place to search for real estate in there. I really love the area. We're thinking about buying at this point. How can I find real estate in the local market that's like actually local? Because like I tried Zillow. I tried Realtor.com. I tried all these places. And like it's really not like super accurate. I said, well, you're in luck. We've fixed that problem. WSICnews.com, just click real estate. You can search for real estate throughout the entire local community with the most local data. Even on the homepage, we've got market reports for you. You're wondering what the pricing is doing here in the uh, area? I mean, all the way, even into South Carolina, you can check out some of the stuff. And North Carolina. All around the area here, because our region is so unique. Because, you know, we can drive from Charlotte to Statesville, north of Statesville, different counties. And so you want to know what the most accurate local data is for real estate? WSICnews.com. That's what you can do. Bill, did you uh, end up having any fruit yesterday for National Fruit Day by chance? Negative. None at all? Negative. Actually, no. I take it back. I did have a peach. You had a peach? I also got at that Uptown Farmer's Market, so okay. it was delicious. Was it ripe and juicy? Yes. Nothing like a good peach. The peaches are messy when you eat them. They are. I, I lean into it, though. I, yeah. I, I get messy. I had a fruit yesterday. Tomato. Phone lines are jumping off the hook. <laughs> because tomatoes are fruit. 
Tomato. And I had. It's I was, got seeds. Yeah. What is it? I don't know what the rule is. I just yeah. know it's a. Free, it's just like one of those exceptions to the rule, maybe or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I told Noah that like I was sitting with Noah and I was like, yeah, look, this is a. It's a cool fruit. It's tomato, Daddy. That's not a fruit. That's not a fruit. I mean, no, 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 no. It's a fruit. Are you sure that's a fruit? Because it's not like the other fruits. It's a little different. And that's where I, I had an opportunity. Son, some things are different in life. Some people are different in life. But you know what? You love them all. And so even if, the, even if that fruit ain't sweet, you know what I mean? You can make it a little sweet. Demi likes to make it a little more savory. She likes a little bit of salt on it. Yeah, I was going to say, that's my play. Yeah. I love a good, you know, you get, you get me a solid slice of mater. You throw it on top of some mats, a little balsamic vinaigrette on there. What is that called? Isn't that, that's called, is that, that's not caprese. What is that? What is that? Uh, you know, that's a, not bruschetta. It's like a dish, you know, isn't it where you, you stick tomato on top of mats. You put a little, a little balsamic vinegar on there or something like that. Yeah. I'm familiar with what you're talking about. I'm drawing sure. a blank right now. I got so many buttons in front of me <laughs> no point is your google I, index I working right search. now <laughs> does not compute does not compute i've seen it at restaurants i've seen it where they bring it out on a nice little little serving platter hello would you like to share you know would you just pick if, have you had it at a restaurant before have you ever of course do you just pick it up with your hand or are you more of like a forky kind of guy Hand guy. Hand guy. Whenever possible. I, I debate that whenever I'm at restaurants now. Is it appropriate, like, when you're in a group setting? I always just ask as a courtesy, like, hey, are you cool if I put my hands on this? Right. It's a good way for people to kind of, like, oh, he's busy eating, like, because I'm just shoving food in my mouth with sure. my hands. It's um, a real easy way for me to judge people. Like, if you're <laughs> not going to let me put my hands in this, I don't know if we can be friends. Correct. Because you know what? We have the same skin. Skin right. is skin. You know what I mean? If you want me to go wash my hands, I'll consider. And knowing you, you probably just took a selfie with them. I definitely did. I pulled the, I pulled them to the side, and I said, hey, you want some of this? You got to take a picture. Most of the time, people just look at me. They don't even say anything. Like, at least give me, like, a verbal response. It's like, like, uh, Demi and Noah and Emmy, they're stares. Like, they'll stare. And I'll, I'll like, catch them, and I'm like, hey, 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 eyes on me. Eyes on me. I'm trying to teach him that. And I, I don't like staring at people. So I'm, I'm the guy that, like, walks with my head down a lot. Like, or if I'm at a table, like, I'll just put my head down. Like, hello. Hello. Good to see you. When I'll wave. Like, I'll put my hand up in the air. It's almost like I'm raising my hand. And I just don't want to look at people as they walk by. I don't know why. I just feel weird about it. Like, if I don't know them. Unless I'm asking them to take a selfie. If I have a purpose behind the conversation, I'll chit-chat. Or yeah, if I'm going to say, I don't know you to be the kind of guy to just have his head down not conversating with anyone look engaging in a conversation is not very <laughs> engaging in a conversation is very different than just staring at someone across the room two different things very true like i see somebody walk in and they're wearing this outfit that is just like whoa who dressed them today i try not to stare you know you get the quick glance you look down you never want to let them catch you ever had that awkward moment where someone catches you staring at them Right, and you kind of catch them, and they're just turning away. They're just like, it's just like the quick, awkward, oh, my gosh, did they see me? Did they see me? You, they definitely saw you because your eyes locked with each other. Of course they saw you. Unless they're non-sighted, they saw you. And that is the politically correct term, by the way, non-sighted. I don't know if you've ever, have you heard that term? I have not. Yeah, that's the correct term. 
I have a buddy who worked at a company. I can't remember the name of the company uh, in North Carolina that they um, employ a significant number of non-sided people. And they make mattresses, military gear, highlighter, all kinds of things. It's a manufacturing facility. And, and uh, it, that, I learned that term. Sensational. Yeah. And it's, and it's good to know. It's good to know. Have that education. Like the word of the day. Like the word of the day where we're trying to improve knowledge. Dauntless. Dauntless. The purify IV word of the day. And what does dauntless mean again? I forgot. Fearless. Fearless. That's right. See, I have a terrible memory. So think, think daunting, a daunting task. Okay. Right? Oh, daunting. Is that a, is that a uh, conjugation of the word? Oh, conjugation. Uh, <laughs> conjugation. <laughs> yeah. I believe the root word daunt. Yeah, daunt. That's right. Is that Latin? Uh, everything is Greek. Yeah, well, that's true. I'm Greek. I know. Yeah, so it's uh, it's it's part of what what makes uh makes me me. It's part of what makes me me. And uh, if I think about the word of the day tomorrow, I don't get a chance to see him in advance. Do you have the word of the day already set for tomorrow or no? I actually have a couple of uh, a couple of pieces of paper in the hat. Okay, so you got them. You got some locked and loaded. We're gonna keep going with it. And then uh, we want to educate you on the on the on what's happening locally in the community. That's what we're about here at WSIC. Educating you on the local community, and and we can't do that ourselves, which is why we rely a lot on the other hosts. That's why we got so much local content. We got so many local players coming through. WSICnews.com. You're gonna want to check out the lineup. Join us again tomorrow. We're excited. We've got a few special guests coming. Um, we've always got something to do. We're trying to figure out. We're working on some giveaways. That's what I wanted to start doing too. I want to start giving some stuff away. We have some great giveaway stuff great giveaway stuff we're working on uh excited about that you're gonna want to stay tuned for that every day i love you my kids good morning lkn justin gazepa spills on the sticks we'll catch y'all later